Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, August 17th, 529 a.m. Central Time. Pretty quiet trade in the grain markets here this morning. December corn futures down two and three quarters at 478 and three quarters. November soybeans up two and a half, 13.25 and three quarters last. December Chicago wheat down five and three quarters at 6.17 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat down one and a quarter at 7.51 and a quarter. December spring wheat down one at 8.05 and a quarter. We had some fresh Black Sea headlines uh, out yesterday. Why don't we start off there? So Russian drones hit the Ukrainian port of Rennie on the Danube River yesterday. News of the strike caused Chicago wheat to climb 0.9% to $6.29 per bushel before settling lower on the day, but still closing in the green. The strikes destroyed silos and warehouses. Ukraine has become more reliant on the Danube River as Russia has made it almost impossible to ship grain through the Black Sea uh, since they exited the Black Sea grain deal about a month ago in July. Wheat prices are about 20% lower compared to last year at this time. So the wheat market, it did rally, like you could call it a rally, I guess, very momentarily following this. But if you look at what wheat prices have done since the invasion, um, it's it's been an absolute collapse. And the market just doesn't rally on this stuff anymore. Um, we peaked in Chicago wheat at what, close to $14 per bushel um, last year, and I think it would have been March. And now we're sitting sub $6 uh, Chicago wheat futures this morning. So if you are bullish the wheat market, you're a wheat grower, you'd like to see higher prices, I think you're going to need to see one of two things. The first one would be demand, ideally, in increased, improved demand, uh, especially on the export front for U.S. wheat. And the second thing, which is um, still a possibility, would be a more material or tangible disruption to Black Sea supplies. Uh, Ukraine actually uh, shoots uh, uh, Russian... Uh, cargo ship full of wheat or something along those lines like the 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 disruptions that we've seen or the escalations that we've seen just have not been enough to rally the wheat market so it's awfully ugly and we are at risk in all three classes of wheat that we trade on the exchanges here your hrw your srw your spring wheat you're at risk of posting fresh uh lows for the calendar year here just this week so uh this stuff just doesn't doesn't rally the wheat market anymore the U.S. is in talks with Turkey, Ukraine, and Kiev's neighbors to establish an alternative shipping route for Ukrainian grain. Those involved uh, plan to have the route established by October and be able to export 4 million tons of grain per month. The alternative route would export grain via the Danube River and the Black Sea to nearby ports in Romania, and then the grain would be shipped to its final destinations. The route would be slower and more expensive, but it is expected to work as an alternative to the Black Sea shipping corridor. The U.S. is also considering military options to safeguard ships traveling to and from Ukraine's Danube ports. The uh, money that the United States continues to send Ukraine has become uh, very, very large in terms of amounts, billions and billions and billions of dollars. Uh, the, the aid that we're sending Ukraine has become incredibly unpopular among the um, population of the United States. All of the polling would suggest that. When this thing first started, everybody was very much on board with, let's help Ukraine, let's beat Putin, all of that. And now I think people are looking at all this money and they're saying, where is it going? When does this end? Is this war going to last 
five years, 10 years? Is this, is this another Afghanistan? I mean, who knows what this is, but I think in this instance, um, the, the taxpayer here in the U S is probably a little bit more okay with, with aiding Ukraine in this situation, because we, we know where the money's going, I guess, to some extent, they didn't talk dollar amounts here, but this, this will cost money. I don't know that this is bullish or bearish. I suppose if there's some additional grain movement out of Ukraine, you could argue it's bearish. I kind of think it's more of, of nothing. So if you guys are not already subscribed to our premium content, you need to get on board. Joe, can you tell me about the video you put together <coughs> yesterday with Brian Split? Uh, Brian's on every other week and we run charts. So one of the um, big topics right now is the corn market. So corn futures posted fresh lows this week. Uh, we did some technical analysis and Brian kind of ran some uh, downside targets or potential ideas in corn, uh, some potential recovery targets. I'm going to have a video that's blasted out at midday today. Uh, the Pro Farmer Crop Tour, our friends at Pro Farmer start their crop tour next week. I'm going to do a review of corn prices and crop tour week. What typically happens during crop tour week? Um, how do the yields line up like the tour versus USDA, all of that stuff. If you guys want to see these videos, go to standardgrain.com. You can sign up this morning. This is a $50 per month subscription. You can cancel it anytime. No other fee, no other obligation. Uh, nobody will try to sell you anything else. Just a ton of information direct from us every single business day. It takes like one minute to sign up on your phone or computer. Check it out this morning, guys. The forecast for the U.S. Corn Belt remains mostly dry this morning. Very little rain is expected over the next seven days. There is some, agree some disagreement, however, between the euro and the GFS in the eight to 10 day period. The euro introduces some rain for Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan, while the GFS remains much drier. Heat remains a factor in the West this week and will become a factor in the central corn belt by Sunday. I think this GFS map on my screen is probably a little bit overdone for Sunday. Like they're talking 105 degrees in Iowa. I, I don't think we're going to get quite that hot, but who knows? Um, the, the heat is going to be an issue for sure. And it looks like an issue through the end of the month for the most part. And even though there is some discrepancy in the models, like this Euro is a little bit wetter for um, these, like call it North central areas of the corn belt. I mean, it's, it's still mostly dry. So again, this is situational. I think for some people, this is not a bad finish um, for soybeans in particular. And for others, um, if you didn't catch those rains earlier this month, probably not uh, the best setup. U.S. ethanol production increased week over week. Weekly output of 1.07 million barrels was up 4.5% compared to last week and up 4.6% versus the same week last year. Ethanol stocks were pegged at 23.43 million barrels. The print increased 2.4% on the week and was up marginally compared to the same week last year. Implied gasoline demand decreased 4.8% compared to last week and decreased 3% versus the same week last year. On average, over the last four weeks, implied U.S. gasoline demand has increased 1.4% versus the same period last year. Uh, there's some good demand news here. I have something nice to say about corn demand. Uh, corn demand via ethanol should be very, very good. The margins right now using spot prices of corn and DDGs and um, ethanol inputs, all that stuff, the margins are positive all over the place, anywhere from I don't know, 25 cents a gallon up to 75 or 80 cents a gallon. And the um, the thing is that cash corn prices are in all likelihood going to become cheaper 
um, a month from now, six weeks from now. Um, I had this chart last week and I updated it this week. This is just like a cash corn curve chart from Decatur, just as an example. But this is how it is kind of going to look across the country. You've still got positive basis in most areas, in a lot of areas, but you're going to normalize uh, once harvest begins and cash corn is going to get cheaper. So I think that uh, corn demand via ethanol should be uh, should continue to be good and should improve uh, quite a bit once cash corn gets even cheaper, which will mean even better margins for the ethanol producer. Minutes from the Federal Reserve's recent meeting reveal that members believe more rate hikes may be needed to slow inflation. Inflation is still well above the Fed's goal of 2%, as we all know, and that has led many members to see significant upside risks to inflation. Despite interest rates being at their highest level in more than 22 years, they've done little to slow economic growth. GDP gains averaged over 2% in the first half of the year, and the economy is on pace to rise another 5.8% in the third quarter. Additionally, unemployment was reported at 3.5% in July, its lowest level since the late 1960s. Uh, same story, different day, higher for longer in terms of rates. So for the September meeting, you've got an 86% chance, uh, according to uh, Treasury markets, that will uh, see a pause. Uh, there's no meeting in October. And then November is kind of a mixed bag. 61% uh, chance of no hike, 35% chance of a quarter point hike, and a very small chance of a half point hike. That's probably not uh, actually on the table. So I think higher for longer continues to be the trend. And this, of course, impacts a lot of you guys because you borrow money. And I wouldn't be looking for uh, cheaper operating uh, notes anytime soon the way that it looks cattle were lower yesterday they sure were feeder cattle futures closed an average of 32 cents lower live cattle futures closed an average of 35 cents lower as expected cash cattle trade has not taken off this week box beef had another positive day on wednesday choice ended the day at 308.99 that was up a buck 73 select ended the day at 284.77 that was up a buck 74. Outside markets, fairly quiet. U.S. dollars about flat. Stocks are up just marginally. The Dow's up about 60 points. Bonds are off. Um, crude oil is up 66 cents in the September WTI at 80.03 last trade. Have a great day, guys. We'll talk to you on Friday.